folks, I'm WWE Hall of Famer Hacksaw Jim Duggan, and you're listening to the podcast Small Package. Give me a hold, buddy. Hey everybody, it's Corey uh, Cornix here and I am joined by the one, the only, Mr. Verified Worldwide on Twitter, your boy and mine, Mr. Bob Beckett E. What up, ladies and gentlemen? Uh, you may have noticed that Corey is not sounding great, uh, so get ready to hear a lot of me today. Everybody rejoice. Bob heavy episode. I am recovering. I'm not recovering from shit yet. I'm still in the midst of suffering. Yeah, from you're, you're you're not recovering. Uh, and I you're still climbing that hill. oral surgery tomorrow, so it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be rough. That's gonna be stupid. Anyway, it's superstar shakeup week, Bob. Anyway, yeah. So we are fresh off of WrestleMania. Uh, we had. The post WrestleMania and post uh, Raws and Smackdowns, mm-hmm. and they were fine, I guess. Uh, nothing really big happened. There's no real major storylines. There's just like a couple, you know, basic pops and sure. one or two call ups that weren't that weird. And I don't know, no big debuts, nothing. Um, it was pretty dead. Anyway, uh, that led us to. This week's, where uh, to complement the complete overhaul after WrestleMania, that sure. seems to be a yearly tradition these days. Uh, they swapped around a couple people on mm-hmm. uh, Raw and SmackDown, a couple more call-ups, and a couple big names. The stupidest name change, arguably of all time, arguably yeah. of all time. I mean, wow, this is such a head-scratching decision. Nobody really knows what's going on, and WWE hasn't communicated it. So, uh... I'm assuming you're talking about Andrade dropping Cien Almas. What? That's months old, <laughs> bruv. Yeah, it is. <laughs> anyway, uh... So, Raw started with the debut of the Viking Experience, yes. uh, which is Eric and... Ivar. Yeah. Ivar. Formerly Roe and Hansen of War Machine, the still current and extinct. War Raiders. War, I, yeah, War Raiders. Uh, yes, who are still, still NXT champs. champs, but that was not addressed on television. And it, weirdly, they didn't even seem to mention them in NXT at all. They talked about how these guys have won championships all over the world, including Japan, but don't talk about their own fucking brand? Question mark, question mark, question mark. I heard a really... I mean, a lot of also, the... just how stupid is the name the Viking experience? I'll get to that in a second, but I heard a Mark conspiracy theory online, and I don't usually enjoy these supermark conspiracy theories brought up uh, them a couple times over the past few weeks at least so yeah. clearly you enjoy them enough i i i enjoy them in a level of it's like it's like reading flat earth or shit on the internet where you're like who could possibly i mean a lot of the conspiracy theories that i've talked about have been like the one about roman faking his cancer like that's so dumb like how in what world you know or the one about Bret Hart's attack being staged. Again, in what world? Um, this one was, I feel like, a closer to the believable side, but still rather unbelievable, that much in the same way that Vince booked WCW guys to look shitty when they came over from the invasion angle, that he's got some sort of complex about 
you know, Paul's little pet project, NXT, outshining the guys that Vince has brought in himself. So booking and some of the NXT guys to look weak, especially for some reason, the tag division, it doesn't make a lot of sense because, you know, Roman came up from NXT and Seth, Seth came was the up first from NXT. NXT champ. I know. And that's I, also I, look how strong uh, Alistair Black and Ricochet have been booked since coming out. Totally. And that's why I'm saying while Mark Sullivan is getting a monster. While push, compared to Lacey Rome, Evans is getting a monster. push. again, totally. I'm not saying this is this is true. I'm not trying to defend that. Uh, I don't. The only caveat I said is that compared to Roman's cancer was faked. It is more believable than that but still not credible. Um, I mean, I guess. <laughs> but a lot of the examples they brought up about tag teams who've, who've just been decimated. I mean, America Alpha had a really brief push and then were taken apart. Uh, AOP, again, a part of that has to do with injury. So that put that off to the side. Uh, Ascension was a monster tag team in NXT. Called up um, like and very quickly relegated to jobber tag team so sanity was called up they were tag team champions called so up. counters to many of those sure one uh what's their name the ascension they were the first ones like okay cool they were they were literally just like a, a test they didn't work and that's that uh two American Alpha was broken up, arguably to push one of them even more because they were broken up sure. for the shitty-ass Kurt Angle storyline. Sure. Now, is that a shitty storyline? Yes. But in the hierarchy of WWE, sure. that was a major fucking storyline that sure. only died because of Jason Jordan's like fucking fatal injury. Sure. Uh, is, he, is he retired now, by the way? I've heard rumors online that he's relegated to backstage. I mean, positions. there's been no statements about anything, but he apparently sure. has been working backstage. Sure. I didn't. I, I'm also on a fuck ton of, of cough medicine. So yes. So colors are real bright. You're going to start asserting a lot of weird things and yeah, I bro. have to shoot it all down. Well, Welcome to the small package podcast. Dude, this is episode, what, 105? If they're not, if they're not down with that, I've got two words for you. Uh, that's it. <laughs> That's the show. That's, anyway, it's five words. I made a nice, concise uh, list here. For I will say, it. what they did to Sanity has been criminal, yeah. and it doesn't matter anymore because Sanity's dead. Moving on to the actual news, yeah. uh, we have uh, the first episode was Raw, obviously for the Superstar Shakeup. Oh yeah, we were talking about how dumb Viking experience is. That's what uh-huh, uh-huh. And uh, it is dumb. I we have the newly minted Raw superstars as of Monday, uh-huh. and they include AJ Styles, The Miz, Ricochet, Alistair Black, the Viking experience of Eric and Ivar, Andrade, Selena Vega, Rey Mysterio, Jimmy and Jay Uso, Naomi, EC3, Lacey Evans. Eric Young as a singles competitor and Cedric Alexander are the confirmed ones. Uh, The unconfirmed but heavily speculated is Samoa Joe. Uh, Rumor has it he was supposed to be on Monday Night Raw this week, but uh, was sick with the flu. So otherwise, uh, he should be there, especially since once we get to SmackDown with their... Uh, new roster. I find it a little... I mean, I guess that they want the pop of Samoa Joe showing up, and that's fair, but, you know, there's already several names on that list that didn't even show up on Raw that got their announcement via Twitter or just graphic during the show. Eric Young's a great example. Like, he just showed up in a graphic, and that was just it. Um, and even on SmackDown, which we'll get to, there were some people that just showed up in either video packages or graphics. Right. The Why worst ones is that they don't Samoa even Joe. fucking tweet, like, or yeah. that they only announced it via Twitter. Yeah. And it's just like, wow, I clearly matter so much to these people that they can't even take a half a second when to I, say my name on air. When I put that list together, it's based off of WWE.com. So I guess that's the most official source for who has moved. Um, yeah. 
Because there's also a couple people that aren't confirmed. Right. Like Sami Zayn. Right. He's not mentioned at all. Where's he going? Right. He's been Sasha on Sasha Banks wasn't mentioned at all. Where's she going? That's Probably Raw, but we'll see. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's several. It's, it's 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 silly. It's dumb. War, anyway, real quick before we completely abandon the topic, because I've been so impassioned about it. Yeah, changing their name from from War Raiders to the Viking Experience is dumb. It sounds like a Disney World ride, and I'm not a fan of the name. I've become less mad about it since you know reading about like, you know, Mick Foley and Lance Storm and a lot of other older guys' takes about how, you know, if social media existed when Mankind got his gimmick or when when Undertaker got his gimmick, they might have tore it a new one. Uh, And really, it's the wrestlers who get it over. So, you know, part of me... And the other thing is, is I thought about, you know, some people were saying that they wouldn't have a a gimmick tag team or singles with a war in it in 2019, which I think is kind of stupid. But, um, you know... uh, I just I, especially that one is such a dumb argument because like the they could have gone with Raiders or Viking Raiders or the Vikings the Vikings or like why does it have to be the Viking experience it does it sounds like a it sounds like uh it sounds like a a a a mid-tier cruise line VR headset thing that is like, are you thinking about booking a cruise with us? Try the Viking experience first, and it's a headset to see what the cruise ship's like before you book it. It's kind of the vibe. So mine is, it's like a shitty Swedish massage version of a happy ending. Oh, God. <laughs> That's terrifying. <laughs> That's truly fucking terrifying. But since you opened the can of worms, I have to know what is the Viking experience. This is a rated R podcast. So the Viking experience uh-huh. is a dry handy. Oh no! Wait, dry. <laughs> but they're also shoving a Viking horn up your butt. Okay, that took a weird turn. Instead of it being dry, can the lubrication—and I use that word very loosely—be like? Uh, like crumpled up leaves. Like what like about fire salt t- water? I was gonna say, fi- <laughs> oh God, I was gonna say like fire tinder, but salt water is even better. Hope hope you don't got any shave stubble downstairs because it's just salt water and like and like dirt, like the sand, like gravel beach sand that you'd find, I imagine, in like Norway. That's awful. So yeah, the name sucks. Nobody's happy about it. If you go onto Twitter or Reddit, everybody's pretty much. It's just a joke. Pissed. They're not so. I don't think anyone. Well, yes, there are, are definitely people who are very angry. There are people that are saying that this is the reason that they'll stop watching Raw. Which, like, if you've watched Raw up to this point, and this is what gets you to tune out, I don't know what to say about the other shit that you can't put up with. Depending on how, but, uh, depending on how sick I feel in a couple of hours, and if I'm feeling better enough before my surgery, my wisdom tooth surgery, uh. I might insert a clip of Mari saying the lie detector determined that was a lie. But just in case I don't, I'll say that I'm going to do it here. And then everyone in the who's listening to the show can just understand that that was the joke I wanted to put after you said some people said that this is the thing that's going to make them stop listening to Raw. Everyone says that. Tons of people say that. And yet they still tune in every week. I would love to go through the, the comment history of some of these people on Reddit who are like, I'm done watching Raw because they changed War Machine to War Raiders to Viking Experience. And then just go back and look at all the times they were like, oh, they they broke up Jericho and Kevin Owens. This is what makes me stop watching. Oh, man, they, they decided not to put Gallows and Anderson with Finn Balor and AJ Styles and call it Bullet Club. This is the reason that, oh, they didn't get Kenny Omega in the Royal Rumble. This is the reason that, you know, it, it's just, you guys are still fucking watching. You're not leaving. And also, this isn't a fucking airport. You don't need to announce your fucking departures. If you don't want to watch the show, just stop watching the show. They're not going to change. They don't give a shit about you. They don't give a shit about me or Bob. 
Cough medicine's dope. Anyway, let's keep going with the show. <laughs> raw was raw. So raw was yeah, uh, fine. It was fine for something that was kind of hyped up as being a superstar shakeup. It wasn't that special. Uh, there's really no like Alistair Black and Ricochet. They've been on Raw for like the past month. That's nothing special. EC3. Uh, EC3 has been on Raw. That's not that special. Lacey Evans has been on Raw. That's not that special. Like Cedric Alexander. Oh, he's coming, but it's not going to mean much. Sorry, when? Cedric. I think I described it to you that the this superstar shakeup Raw was like a shitty Oreo. Or like a mediocre Oreo, where I liked the cookie bits a lot. I liked the Miz coming out and getting busted open and scrapping with Shane, although Shane is on SmackDown, so I don't know what Miz does now on Raw. And I liked the final match. I actually enjoyed the end of the show, but then the middle was just a big, gloopy, like one of those weird Oreos where you're like, why did we flavor the cream this way? Like I think I said dental floss to you. So it's like, yeah, I mean... It, they bookended the show pretty well, but overall, it was just another three hours of what the fuck am I watching? Anyway. Anyway, moving on to SmackDown Live, uh, where the new roster members include Finn uh, Balor with the Intercontinental Championship, hence why we said Samoa Joe is likely going to Raw, since he's still the U.S. champion. Uh, we have Bailey, Ember Moon, uh, Kyrie Sane debuted in a tag team with Asuka. Managed by Paige here. Managed by Paige here. Buddy Murphy is confirmed to be coming to SmackDown. Uh, and then, completely via social media, it was confirmed that Lars Sullivan, uh, Liv Morgan, Chad Gable, Apollo Crews, Mickey James, and Heavy Machinery are also confirmed True for SmackDown. And then uh, the final segment of the show mm-hmm. was Vince McMahon himself coming out to announce the biggest sighting in SmackDown history. Ladies and gentlemen. Elias. There we go. Uh, Elias did come out. Uh, he get, He is going to be on SmackDown now, uh, but that obviously wasn't the news because out comes Roman Reigns, who's now on SmackDown, uh, which confirms that Roman is still going to be the top guy on the show as he's likely going to be getting the Fox push once SmackDown jumps to Fox in October. Nice. Sorry, Cove. Enjoy the run. So, yeah, a lot of people are expecting it. Uh, somebody to take it off oh, Kofi soon. Is, it's going to be a heel, probably like Kevin Owens turning on him or is something. Is Kevin Owens SmackDown now? They didn't, they didn't specify on social media or anything what show he's on. I th- and much like Sammy, he's appeared on, on both. But I don't think he has been on Raw since coming back, actually. He, he had a, a... I thought he had a KO show segment on there with with Ronda and hmm. Becky. Regardless... That could have also been on SmackDown, to be fair. Yeah, no, I... I Because I, I, they really just did not give a fuck with Becky and Ronda for... It was weird. ...brand shows. I, uh, I Becky also wasn't confirmed, but uh, a lot of people belts. are... She has both belts, so she is on both shows. A lot of people are speculating that she will go to Raw once she drops SmackDown's title. It's it is and noted then, that uh, she's, she it is noted she is currently listed on on the uh, uh, the Iconics. Although their belts will be defended cross brand, yes. are listed as SmackDown, and hmm. Becky is still listed as SmackDown with the two belts. She is now also listed on Raw, uh, but she is still listed as being a SmackDown superstar. She's on both of their pages right now because of the belts. Sure. Which means there's two Becky Lynches. It's very dangerous. <laughs> um, uh. Again, though, this show didn't really do much. Uh, it was kind of just another week, but it had yeah. slightly different people on it. The Usos coming to Raw is pretty big for Raw. But I feel like it hurts the SmackDown tag division. 
Yeah, but the Raw Tag Division was, like, so broken and pointless and yeah. useless that, like, SmackDown losing their top guys isn't as damaging as it is helpful to Raw. No, that's fair. Because SmackDown still has the bar. They still have New Day. They still have uh, Hardys. They still yeah. have, well, they now have Heavy Machinery. Yeah. They still have the club hiding yeah. somewhere back there. Theoretically, they still have the fucking Colognes. Bob, I'm trying to feel better, not worse. Please don't in my presence. I really want... I just want them to get another fun gimmick. Oh, and uh, Rusev and Nakamura, I guess, are a team. Well, The thing with the Colognes is is that Los Matadores, while a silly gimmick, was very fun. Oh, yeah. People remember El Torito. I mean, he kind of made the tag team what it was. But, but even yeah, still, is, he still needed a good broth for all of his meaty goodness. Yeah, and they were good for that. <laughs> and then, honestly, people shit on it. I enjoyed the the Shining Stars. Like, I thought that it was a fun gimmick. Fandango is listed as being on Raw on on the... Yeah, on, Tyler uh, Breeze was not mentioned at Breeze, all. But Breeze has apparently been doing stuff in NXT, which right now Tyler Breeze is doing a social media push to get a match with Dream for the North American title. So I don't I don't particularly know what they're doing with him. I know that Xavier did a shout out on uh the Kevin Owens show on SmackDown saying that he was pissed that they keep separating him from the the best of his up up down down castmates. Uh the people, you know, he brings on there so he was like at least maybe he, he can hang out with Breeze sometime. Um but who do you think got the better end of the of the deal uh, in, in kayfabe world? In kayfabe world, who which brand do you think made out better from the shakeup? I mean, in kayfabe, obviously SmackDown, but also just in real life SmackDown. They got a lot of good singles competitors, and you know why kayfabe SmackDown wins? Because they got the big dog, and that's literally all you need to win in the world of WWE. Um, <laughs> I was a little sad to see that Miz was brought over to Raw for the IC belt to leave because he he is one of he's got to be in in the contention for if not the most connected to the Intercontinental Championship wrestler of all time in the conversation for top 3 because he's had it so many times he's had long runs I mean really when I think of the Intercontinental Championship I think of in no particular order uh Honky Tonk had it for a really long run. Uh, Ziggler has had a lot of runs with it. Miz and Jericho are the top four that I think of. And, um, you know, Warrior is another one because of his iconic win of it. But I, um, I think definitely Miz is somebody to talk about in the discussion for the superstar most connected with it. I kind of thought it'd be cool to, for him to have another shot at it. But maybe they're just saving that for further down the road. Who knows? Um, but yeah, I mean, the SmackDown women's roster is definitely looking better right now. If you flip that card over. Because you have... Flip that card over. Oh, and look at that. I also wrote out the complete oh, wow. women's... Look at, look at you. That is post-split complete women's roster for Raw and SmackDown. Obviously, Becky's at the top. Yeah. Because she's but, I in mean, both. On SmackDown, you have Asuka, Bailey, uh, Kyrie, Amber Moon, Charlotte, Carmella. Very strong roster. Uh, pa- uh, Mickey James can always be used. Um, Iconics are, even though they're the tag champs, they are SmackDown women's roster. Supposedly. Supposedly. Um, so that's that's a solid. That's a solid group of women. You know, Liv Morgan solo. Maybe she can. Stand out? I don't know. Mandy and um, Sonya are still there. But that's a solid core group of women. Uh-huh. Whereas Raw, you have Alexa Bliss. Which is great, but she's been on the shelf a lot. Lacey Evans. Which we'll see. She so far has gotten to that Eva Marie level heat for me where it's like, I'm. it's, it's not even good heat. It's more that I'm just annoyed with all of the interruptions. At least now she's doing something, but... Uh, we'll and see. then you have Naomi and Natalia, who are pretty solid mid-card ladies. Yeah. Uh, Nia Jax, who's out with a very long-term injury. How bad is it? Uh, I knew she was injured, but... Oh, it's... it's. 
like a double ACL tear. Oh Christ! People are talking like this could be it for her, for Naya. Yeah, but I mean, she's definitely gonna be working at it and try to come back. But yeah, it's a bad injury. That's rough. Uh, Rousey, but again, out uh, a hand injury oh, and also baby. Yeah, allegedly, allegedly. Uh, Ruby Riot, who c- I would love to see get a singles push, yeah. but uh, who knows? We'll see. Alicia Fox, who we'll see. Sarah Logan, still Sarah there, right? Logan. But a lot of people are speculating she'll go to. Be, work with the Viking experience uh, uh, since she's married to one of the guys. Okay. Uh, but I don't know what also, they do with her there. Mm-hmm. Everyone was, I, so many people on Reddit were talking like, oh, she'll probably go with them. She'll probably go with them. And it's like, also, and Ni- do what? Yeah, I, valet, I guess. But also, Nikki Cross wasn't listed officially. She was not mentioned at all for any show. And she wasn't listed on the branding, I don't think, for either, either show I looked. I think she's SmackDown. But I could, I wouldn't, because she remember she was backstage when co- cheering on Kofi during the the episodes. Yes. So in theory, she's SmackDown, which again, that's another great. I mean, Nikki Cross has a lot of talent, so that's another great person to have on your SmackDown roster. Um, but I don't know what her deal. I mean, honestly, with all of the people in Sanity, with Alexander Wolf saying that he's leaving. Um, we don't know where to yet. Some people are saying that he's just saying goodbye to the main roster and he's going back to NXT yeah, or to NXT I, Europe. Pro Wrestling, uh, one of the sites yeah. mentioned that he's still under WWE contract. Yeah, uh, people think he might go to NXT UK. That'd be um, fine. It'd be good, something good for him to do. Get used. Uh, other people have said he might go to hit to the European promotion that he started with. Um, WXW, but here's the thing: they have a, they have connection to WWE. Yes. So, uh, but it certainly is confirmed that Sanity is dead. Uh, we haven't heard what Killian Dane is really doing yet. Uh, presumably, he's still on SmackDown since nobody's made an announcement about that. Um, so we'll see. Uh, oh, so I, I definitely think that. Uh, on paper, SmackDown has the better women's single roster. Uh, it just has the better women's roster in general because you also have some dynamic tag teams on there. Um, uh, and you know, Asuka, if 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 you're not going to have Asuka in a title picture main event, having her in the in the women's tag with Kyrie Sane is a definite cool way to go. I definitely see this could be a long term story where. They they fight to get their to shot at the belt the tag team belts, especially with next WrestleMania being pirate themed in Tampa. I think that having Kyrie having the tag team belts with Oscar would be good. Um, so I don't know. We'll have to see what how that all shakes out. But the, on paper, SmackDown wins roster is great. Yeah, um, you've got great talent. Raw's is not shabby, but it's just. If you're gonna if you're gonna make me choose, okay, who has the stronger one on paper? It, it has to be the the SmackDown because some of the Raw women that are on your roster are either hurt or are inactive. So I don't I don't know what I don't know. Yeah, and then uh, tag division, I'd probably go with SmackDown still. Uh, like I said, they got the well unknown about the bar because sure cesaro was wrestling with uh nakamura and rusev last night sure and there was no mention of sheamus sure so i don't know what's gonna people have known that he's been kind of wrestling on borrowed time he has like the same injury that edge has uh where it's basically like once this gets bad you're gonna be done um so maybe this is the time for him to kind of step out and bow out i would honestly be a little sad about that because the bar has been a really good heel tag team. yeah the the bar has been great uh sheamus has always been reliably entertaining like love yeah. him or hate him he's always been like sports entertainment at its like definition i find it fun that he's been it to the point where most people now think of him as a heel but 
a majority of his career up until a couple of years ago was spent as a super duper baby face. Um, you know, he was just like, I'm a fun Irish guy and, uh, he's done some great heel work. I mean, he's just so good at being hateable. It's, it's kind of just, uh, amazing how good he is. at just getting heat and Cesaro ha- has shown that he's good at getting over with cheers and getting over as a, a heel with heat. I, I I think that uh, I've said it before. If we couldn't have Tyson Kidd and Cesaro, the bar was the next best thing we could get. So sure, hopefully though we'll get Cesaro singles push. Either Cesaro singles push or uh, Cesaro and Ono. Because okay. you 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 say this, but uh, Cesaro or Claudio Castagnoli and Chris Hero were the kings of wrestling yeah. for like a decade on the indies. Yeah. Those guys have a long history of being a tag team together. I don't so. know, but I don't know if they would call Ono up to the main roster. I think that he's kind of in a position where, because he's had some health issues, that's part of, the, he, he has a glandular issue is part of the reason why he hasn't been able to keep the weight off. Um, and I think that like, you know, he's kind of become a gatekeeper in NXT where he's kind of become almost like NXT's Kane. You know, he's like the first guy you you fight on the road to get a title, and then the first guy you defend the title against, you know? Sure. I I, I feel like that's kind of where he's carved out a place for himself on NXT. But I'm not that I'm saying I wouldn't love to see it. I would love to see it. I just, there's lots of things I would love to see that I just don't realistically think we'll get. Sure. Um... Yeah, and then uh, in terms of the men's singles division, I don't know. They're pretty even. There's some exciting new matchups that we can get. You yeah. know, uh, Roman versus Daniel Bryan should be uh, likely a program that will happen. That'll be really sure. good. Um, Bray Wyatt has not come back yet. He's been teased with these goofy vignettes of a turkey hand puppet and now a dollhouse. And I'm. I gotta be honest, I was really hyped for Bray Wyatt to come back. I was hoping he'd come back at Mania. I was hoping he'd come back Raw after Mania or SmackDown after Mania. These vignettes are making me really sad and not as excited. This is my own personal opinion. I'm not saying it's right or wrong or other, but personally, these vignettes are making me sad and think that he's gonna come back with something even goofier and stupid than he had before and all I can think of how is how bad the House of Horrors gimmick went. And now that Luke Harper, other bit of news, Luke Harper has left WWE or at least requested his release. Um, not exactly sure what will happen for him if he's going to go back to wrestling on the indies or if he's calling it a career. Uh, I imagine he'll probably go somewhere to wrestle. Um but he's a smart dude, and he's had other things going on in his life besides wrestling, so it's not entirely out of the realm of possibility that he could just be like, I'm going to go be with my family. Um, and yeah, he's 40 years old. He's been misused by WWE a lot. He had, I mean, he was great on the indies, and then he's had some amazing matches. The ladder match, the, the, the ladder match he was involved in at WrestleMania a couple years ago. Uh, when he was in the feud where it was Wyatt family versus shield, he did some amazing stuff. Uh, you know, he's, he's had some great matches, but he's just been categorically misused a lot. And then he was okay when he was with Bray, but once they tried to separate him from Bray, it got even weirder and worse and then just not used at all. So who knows where he's going to go. And, and also Sasha Banks is still not been seen. She was not, at raw that that uh that episode i went back and checked uh so and people are saying that again this is all like we could be getting worked so i i never who fucking knows but according to uh i think it was uh staten who's who who reported this she has unfollowed all of the wwe people except for she's unfollowed unfollowed on twitter all the wwe like official accounts she still follows some of her friends but has unfollowed the official WWE stuff and has followed all like all of the AEW accounts, which again, I will say this. I I will say this. 
I don't think any of these fucking social media account update posts yeah. have ever panned out to be accurate except for the ones involving personal relationships. Sure. I don't think any, like, remember, like, last year when everyone was like, oh, shit, oh, shit, the Andrew Gallows and Anderson just dropped the WWE bench to get their Twitter bios and... Look at what they're doing. No. Still in WWE now. Allegedly. Like, allegedly. I haven't seen them, so, I mean, they could be dead for all we know. Sure. But, uh, I mean, I I can't recall a single time. Oh, that's fair. When any of this shit actually panned out to be something. Look, I know that it's better ratings if I disagree with you and play devil's advocate and go, no, dude, Sasha Banks to AEW confirmed. But I, I'm saying... It's been reported that way. Who knows if it means anything? You're right. Probably not. Probably means nothing. And also, even if it does, quote, mean something, we could be getting worked because wrestling. That's what this all is. However, a lot of people have reported that she's actually pissed about how they were handled with the women's titles. And I don't just I I think the Iconics are good tag team champs to have. I don't disagree with her being upset because they did not get a particularly lengthy run. With the women's no, tag match. Especially for uh, somebody who apparently was going to Vince McMahon weekly yeah. to be asking for this mag to the for the women's tag division. Yeah, and they even went to NXT and were like, We're gonna defend it on NXT. We're gonna defend it all over the place, we're gonna defend it all over the world. I mean, it really seemed like Sasha and Bailey legitimately the the, the people playing those characters were excited and proud to for the opportunity to get these belts that they they campaigned for and then for that to be taken away from them and then also allegedly again allegedly on what was a sort of last minute decision like a sort of close to the event decision it wasn't like oh we have a long-term storyline for you guys in the iconics it was more just like eh we allegedly they, they just decided they wanted to put on the iconics so i mean i can see why she'd be pissed I don't know what happens from that. Uh, but, you know, we've seen wrestlers before step away and just be like, no, nah, I'm done. So it's not unprecedented for people to just be like, okay, fuck you and just not show up. I mean, that's what that's how Warriors first run ended. He disagreed with A, booking decisions and B, the money that he was getting. And he no showed some pay-per-views. <laughs> and then they were like, oh, fuck. He had a belt on him at the time, so they may, may have had to make a decision on how to get the belt back into story circulation. So it's not unheard of. It's happened before. I mean, if she if she really is that upset about it, she's she could just sit out her contract. Neville did it. Neville, sure. Neville sat out his entire contract. They never they didn't give him the premature release. He just had to sit there until it was expired. So, and l- now look where what Pac's doing. You know, he's he's got himself set up for a big old feud over at AEW. And I do think it's worth mentioning. There are people who are eyeing AEW right now. I know that there's a whole category of marks on the internet like X to AEW confirmed. But it is worth noting. AEW has put together some good wrestling mind talent. They have JR over there helping in, in their creative and in their, uh, you know, uh, the word I'm looking for is escaping me. He's he's not just a, he's not a commentator as much as he is behind the scenes helping develop, and he's the man who behind a lot of the Attitude Era greats. Uh, you know, Cody Rhodes, son of Dusty Rhodes, is a great wrestling mind, and they have some talent. They got money, and they're doing a lot of stuff that is pro the wrestler themselves, offering benefits and offering you know, rehab for people and offering all these other things that they're offering and and saying, we're going to make it a better environment for people. Sometimes more than dollar signs that can be alluring. And if someone is that fed up with how they're booked in WWE or not booked in WWE, I could totally see it being the type of thing that, uh, could, could lure some people out or at least to sit out their contract and go fight for the competitor. Not saying that's what's going to happen. I honestly, what I think is going to happen is that Sasha's pissed and then in a week or two, she'll get over it, and then they'll they'll book her in something to make it up to her. Uh, whether she wins a title or not, they'll put her into some sort of booking feud that makes sense, and then everything will be fine. We'll go back to status quo. But I don't think that it's impossible 
that she just goes, all right, well, you know, if this is, if you're going to treat one of your arguably top women stars like this, then maybe I take my talent elsewhere or at least use it as leverage. Sure. Uh, Also slightly related, but also slightly unrelated. Uh, I do giggle at how much people joke about WWE people going to AEW. Oh, yeah. Because they have signed one. Like, you could argue a couple others, but realistically, there's one guy on the roster who I would consider a WWE guy who left for AEW. Yes. Yeah, Pac. Neville. FMK Neville. Because, like... FK... What? The other FKA. FKA. That's the, the other Cough only other great. people that qualify even are Cody, sure, who had left way before he decided to start his company, sure, uh, and Jericho, but who had already left to be an NJPW for right. a bit first. So I think there's no other person there with WWE. Yeah, I like. I said, so I do think it's lulzy how everyone's just like all of these people are scared of WWE or they're like WWE clones or they're just stealing all of these WWE people. It's like, that's happened once. I, I think that it's, <laughs> I think that it is funny. I think it's not as annoying as the people who are constantly like CM Punk's going to come out of retirement for AEW and won't leave the man alone about, I mean, the, he's, he's, he's gone on record so many times saying I really am just over pro wrestling. I want to write for Marvel, which he's doing, and also do MMA stuff, which he has done and may may have another fight well, in the future. I don't know if I'd call it doing MMA stuff. You had a couple so fights. much as getting his ass standing looked. in a in a ring and getting yeah. demolished. Hey man, you know what? It's a we can say that all we want, but he he lasted way longer than I would have lasted in a fucking octagon. That's fair. I mean it. He dished out some damage, and he took a, a... I stubbed my toe, and I'm just like, I'm out of commission for the next 30 minutes. That man had his fucking face caved in and didn't tap out. So, just, like, mad props for that. But regardless, he doesn't want to wrestle anymore, and he can't be more clear about it. And yet... And we've done it here on this podcast, too. There's, a, You know, we've been doing this for a couple of years now. Early on, there was definitely times where uh, where we were talking about... Oh, maybe he comes out for this, or maybe he doesn't retire for that. Uh, but it's to the point now. Where it's like at this point, he cannot be more clear, and yet there's still people out there being like, "He's going to AEW." It's like, no, he's not. If at, I would say at best, literally the best case scenario, he might consider doing something like commentary or behind or like behind the scenes, like story producing, because he he's he's shown through writing his comics that he enjoys the storytelling stuff. But even still, I don't think that he would do it because it would put him closer to the world of professional wrestling that he's tried to distance himself from. So even that I think is unlikely, but you know, people, people are getting worked up about stuff. Fan theories. Over under on CM Punk kid thinking that CM Punk's going to AEW. Over under, I don't even know how to. I I mean I I I don't think that he would. I don't think that he does. We saw him at uh, we saw him at at uh, G One Supercard. We we were wondering if we would run into him, and we were talking about that on the way in. And literally minutes within getting into the arena and finding our seat, we ran into him, and I got a high five. Uh, I don't think I honestly. I don't, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know, but I'm going to just not even go down that road of trying to sp- speculate on what somebody else thinks about the possibility of CM Punk going to AEW. <laughs> I would say there's probably hope. I would we say can only hope. dream. Yeah, I would say that hope. He's one of those marks. Hope is a factor. And Mike, if you're listening to the show, much love, buddy. Hope, hope you enjoyed G1 Supercard. We will surely see you at Laboom one of these days. Um, so, yeah, overall, Superstar Shake Up certainly shook things up. But also it didn't. 
Yeah. Uh, I will say to end on a positive note here, uh, the Oof. one big highlight, the one big sure. shining beacon of positivity, of excitement, of something that is going to be real good. Yeah. Has been made possible. What's that? AJ Styles is now on the same brand as Seth Rollins. The Ooh. two have not fought. Mm. I don't think ever. And if it was, then it was on some tiny indie or Ring of Honor back in the day. Yeah, I'm sure they. But I'm sure they've probably wrestled in like. Uh, they definitely have not had a WWE singles not. match before, and that is a tasty possibility. Oh, but. Just to bring it back down to reality for you there, bud. Uh, we said the same thing about AJ and Knock have not having had a WWE match. Yeah, but we that's the thing, though, is that that had happened on a huge stage sure. at a really good company okay, yeah. already. Sure. So, like, we already got the AJ Knock. You want an AJ Nakamura match? It's out there, and yeah. it's great. Yeah. What was that? Wrestle Kingdom 9? Yes, I think so. 11 or 9 or 10? I want to say 9. One of those three. Anyway. Well, um, much and, like... And... Uh, yeah. This is a shakeup. What do you think the possibility, now that Roman and Dean are gone, that we get Seth back at his cackling heel self? Uh, I'd say... I would say it's probably in the next one month, I would say low. I would say in the next three to five months, I'd say it's slightly more than a coin flip. I'd say it's it's like 55% chance, yes. Especially, I think they're going to give it some distance from Lesnar having left because everyone was mad about Lesnar having the belt. Sure. Uh, And I think going back to another... Because when he was in his heel title holder position before, he was very much the chicken shit who hides sure. behind people. I think that people would be annoyed if we went went to that too soon because you go yeah. from having a title holder who's literally just never there to a title holder who runs the fuck away all the time. So I think they'll let him be face for a while. Um, but I definitely could see shades of him having heel characteristics even in the the Lesnar feud. The you know low blows are not a he, a face thing to do, uh. So I could definitely see shades of his heel character. I think he will go back to it at some point because he's also a very good heel. He's great face, everyone loves him, but he's also a very good heel. So I I I'd say if if he still holds the belt by SummerSlam, uh, I'd say good chance that he turns heel. I that's what I think. All right. I don't know about you. Uh, those are, I'm down with it. Sure. So, uh, yeah. That's our show, everybody. WWE had the shakeup, but just like war, WWE never changes. Just keeps on going. Anyway, you can follow Bob on Twitter at Bob Beck, and you can follow me on the social medias at CB Poindex. You can follow the both of us on social media at Small Package POD. That's POD like the band, but it stands for the word podcast. Uh, I should do some silky intro recordings hey, today while I got damn the kid. Like, you're listening to the Small Packet Show. And now, here are your hosts. You're all Corey like, I Bob. can't record today. My voice. I'm all like, damn, it's, can you record every day while sick? Uh, it's not so much the voice as the fact that my lungs are on fire. My skin is on fire from the sunburn I got over the weekend. And I'm congested. So I feel like shit. I'm sure I don't sound terrible, um, but I don't like recording like this. But anyway, that's us on social media. Hit us up on Twitter and Facebook, and we'll read it on the show and interact with you. Uh, shout out to friends of the show, Phil. Phil, uh, we've been having some, some primo social interactions with Phil. Uh, anyway, that was Superstar Shake. I'm Sean. We'll be back hopefully next week. Depends on how I recover from this wisdom tooth surgery, but we should be back next week with another episode of the Small Packet Show. And until then, Bob, hit, hit him with something. Small Packet! Wow, 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 wow. That works.